0: Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. This is Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. This is episode 44 of our podcast. We're doing it a little bit unique this time in that, I mean, we don't get to see each other, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. Right? Thank goodness. I know. Right. You, I was always distracted by your eyes. Uh, it's like you can see into heaven when you look into you my eyes. You have isn't I? beautiful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where the that's Sid from? the sloth Yes, yeah, Sid. Sid
1: the sloth. So oh man, those are good shows, those old school co- what, what was that called?
0: Uh, Ice Age Ice Age.: Yeah, so good. Yeah. So you are <laughs> away for this week. Yeah. And that's, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but yeah, if you notice him sounding sucky, that's why. We're, well, it'll probably sound pretty clean, though. I think it's going to be pretty clean. Uh, real quick shout out this week for our patreon Jezzify. What a great name. Jez joining the Patreon crew. Thank you very much. Good, sir. And uh, yeah, to all of our other Patreons, thanks for all your guys' support and everybody listening. You can check out our Patreon information down below. Uh, How's your week, Ty? (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's been a good week. It's been a good week. I mean, let me tell
1: you, this is how much I love doing this podcast. I'm a huge Path of Exile fan, of course, because it's the only game I play. But I'm also a huge sports freak. And right now, the Canucks are playing the Golden Knights game seven for round two of the playoffs. We haven't been this far in years since the 2011 run and I'm missing it for the podcast and I don't care. It's awesome.
0: Does a a Stanley Cup win in the COVID time count? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to say at the beginning that it didn't. But then my wife and I couldn't handle not having sports. I don't want to watch the NFL
0: beside our only ever Stanley Cup win. No, for sure. But (laughs) at the same time, it's
1: experience. You know what I mean? All the young kids on the team—they get that run, yeah—the experience. But anyway, uh, if you're in Las Vegas or you cheer for the Golden Knights, uh, suck it, and
0: I hope you lose. When this comes out, it's going to be done. So you might be eating. (laughs) That's
1: right. That's (laughs) right. It's going to be a little bit belated. So now we better win. But uh, it's been awesome. I'm in, uh, I'm in. I guess what we call it, we call it the Okanagan. I'm in a Soyuz. It's a nice place. Um, Beautiful. It's been a relaxing week with family. Yeah, it really is. But it's technically a desert climate. I mean, it's not like the Sahara or anything, but it's a desert climate. Uh, but my lips, uh, they love the nice, <laughs> moist air of the Lower Mainland where we're from. Yep. So out here, uh, my lips are dying. They're like falling apart. I feel like I have no lips at all. And so it's funny though. Like when I don't use chapstick, I can tell that my lips aren't doing well, but it doesn't bug me. But the second I use chapstick, I need it the rest of the week or my lips are like screaming in pain. I think there's like, a, there's a, there's a chapstick conspiracy that I've never been aware of until we started coming to a Soyuz for summertime. But anyway, it's, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I went to, um, just quick because it was kind of a funny thing. I wanted to, uh, show the world my path of exile hoodie in case you know there's people around that play because (laughs) nobody ever recognizes poe with my poe swag you got me from exile con Mm -hmm. when we're rocking around our town so i decided to go into town uh into soyuz to get some a and w uh for those that don't a and is like healthy fast food here and so i'm on my way i'm following google on the way to um to a and w and i pass and i see this place called vengeance fitness what a wicked name for a gym like, like, everybody's you were looking for a, yeah i know it made me laugh so hard like imagine the person like the business person the person that owns this that's like what should i call my gym and they're just raging about something and so they call it vengeance fitness And i just picture a whole bunch of super pissed off skinny people there listening to screaming metal music
0: oh i don't i picture like like five foot tall super jacked <laughs> that's what i picture just like monster yeah. where they can't move their arms yeah. their delts are like up to their ears oh man they're just yelling I at each other bunch for people. no reason yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think anybody works out there i think they're just walking around mad between their exercise stations yeah but anyway so i get to a and and um i order my two burgers and i forgot I forgot what people are like with my appetite when I go out because of COVID, you know, like I'm not going out with my family to eat. We're hunkering down and staying down. So we haven't been going out. And this is the first time I've gone in a restaurant in half a year. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I order my two burgers and, you know, they're like, they're both, they're two, three patty burgers. That's just my appetite that I have. And so as soon as I sit down, like I hear them whispering about me, right? To the staff at the A&W counter. They're whispering about me and it's like they don't believe. They think one of the burgers for somebody else and I'm just going to eat one and then leave. As soon as I took a bite of my second burger, they totally freaked out. It was so loud and they were like, no, it was funny because they thought the second burger was for someone else. But the whole point of this is I went on this long drive. I got myself a burger and nobody talked to me about PathFexil. Shocking. That was that was it. That was it. So anyway, the end. But I'm having a great time.
0: How was your week? Uh my week was great. It was still uh dealing with the back stuff. I'm slowly getting off my opiates. Actually, I'm off them mm. now. So that's good. Ooh. That was the one that are uh supposed to be addictive. I didn't find them that bad, but except for the one night. But yeah, so I'm off those. Now I'm onto the boring pills. You're probably gonna be a boring prick now. They made you so happy before. Anyway, those are all done. And I okay, so I am working on my lawn after you rudely Posted a picture while I was trying to get my lawn going, but I threw up my back. So I got uh, all my soil put in. Had a buddy help with two truckloads of I don't know what they call it. It's like a special blend of stuff for uh, leveling out and flattening the the uh, lawn. So that's all done. Got a roller yesterday. Rolled it all out. Thing's friggin' heavy as hell of course it's brutal like at one point I started to roll it towards the driveway and I just wasn't thinking and it was in front of me and I was like oh it's actually getting away a little bit and me being the dummy that I am like tried to stop it instead of using my arms that were on the handles I stuck my foot like in front of it oh my goodness yep so that hurt I hurt a little bit (laughs) yeah was it your ankle that took it uh toes But it did stop. So I saved my car.
1: Hopefully your kids look to uh, their mom for life lessons and skills.
0: Yeah, hopefully. For gaming this guy. (laughs) That's right. Uh, What else happened this week? So uh, I'm still moving on with my Christmas lights. That's still a go. I I ordered the lights today. I thought I had ordered the lights previously and they arrived and I had ordered the wrong ones. So, of course I had,
1: just like your support packs. Yeah. I,
0: oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll get into that later. But so I have a lot of one meter strands of LEDs, which I'm not going to be using. So, not sure what I'm going to do with those yet, but the new ones are coming. And oh, then, excellent. I don't know if I told you this, but I had a piece of garbage rat bag come up to my house at 2 a.m. and steal a bench from my front door. No. Yep. She just walked. Right up past my cameras, picks up a bench which weighs like 45 pounds and just walked off. Like the mini knee bench, the bench that's so it's small. It's like my no kids one can one. actually sit yeah, on. It's just my yeah. two little girls can sit on it. Yep. She just walked up and wow. took it. Two in the morning hmm. on Monday. I was not wow. happy. And I didn't it don't really care because the bench isn't. I mean, I couldn't figure it out because it's worth nothing. But it's been in my wife's family for a long time. Yeah. So. But I mean, long, long, long story short, we did end up getting it back. Two cops came by the house on Wednesday morning to drop it okay. off.
1: That's very nice. And is it in the same condition?
0: Yep. Hmm. This person, I don't even know what to call her. She's a piece of garbage. She, uh, okay. she thought that because we left it out, it was just hers. That was her opinion.
1: Oh, one of them, mate. Yep. Oh, so it was kind of stealing, but not.
0: No, it was 100% stealing well do you think she thought it was stealing yes or she she just forgot you put forgot to put the free sign on it she, she was gonna it was apparently gonna be for her friggin <laughs> no okay you're right some people leave stuff like at their front driveway that says free yeah near the near this the is curb. literally right beside my front door yeah behind stuff and obviously nobody knows but there's what 40 feet until you get like from the curb to your house yeah right? oh she walked right past my car didn't even check to see if it was unlocked or anything. <laughs> she walked right for this bench. And then she actually came back half an hour later and stole two of my neighbor's chairs. They had just built this whole new outdoor patio area. Yeah. And they, and she stole two of her chairs. I was like, who is this He-Man that's walking around with like two chairs? <laughs> <laughs> she had to have a car around. somewhere, but she's got like a bench and two chairs. Ridiculous. So anyway, we at <laughs> least got it back. So that was good. Cause that doesn't often happen. Yeah, that that is nice. If you've been gone, what's your PoE week been like? Oh man. Dude, I've been killing it. But let me just say,
1: I would be crushing it if PoE mobile was released. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> it'd be poor so family. awesome. Oh, no, I wouldn't be playing during like beach time or anything or when we're at Liar. the pool. I'd be uh no, I'd be like, "Okay, good night, honey." Good night, everybody. All right. You
0: like lean over to the side.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Just yeah. this blast oh, of yeah. light.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so tired, and I know it's only five thirty, but oh, I gotta go to bed and don't fall asleep till eleven thirty. So hopefully, it's not a battery either when Poe Mobile comes out. But oh, it will be. You know how I theory crafted the crap out of my new potential guides. All right. Uh, right before I left, I was I was you know I was trying to like min-max them a lot and then I was going to like come up with okay I could do this version of the guy or, you know I could do this version of the build or I could do this version of the build right mm-hmm. and so I was going to do that and I was going to brainstorm about it when I got here there's nothing to brainstorm I, I did it so thoroughly that like I haven't had anything to think about it's done I just have to level them so I can't do anything and my phone like I don't like doing guide replies on my phone uh, it's too too easy to screw things up and click wrong buttons so uh I'd like to apologize to everybody, even though this is going to come out after I've actually come back and done all my guide replies. For those following my guides and those that listen to the podcast, I uh, forgot to tell everyone I was going on vacation. So you'll have been waiting two weeks for some of your answers. My apologies. But it's been good. Did you do anything? I mean, you obviously died lots in the hardcore, probably.
0: Well, we've, our league ended and that league was a blast. So we did the... What did we call it? We called it Forever Exiled HCSSF Challenge. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so that our league ended on, oh, I don't know, the third, whatever the third was yesterday. Yeah, so it ended on Thursday, Thursday morning, early in the morning. I got 17th, which I got onto the first page. So I'm impressed. Hey, yep, that's I did basically die. top five. Yeah, it was pretty close. I actually was going to try and get like close to the top 10 because I thought I might be able to pull it off. But so I, I'll just I had a blast in hardcore. I don't normally play hardcore, neither us do. I, it's fun for a change, but there's no way I could play hardcore just regularly. Like, I, I accept the fact that I died, and I died to something that was totally my fault. I frost blinked into a pack in a Al-Hazim Conqueror map. And just, you know how, like, when you reach the mobs, that's when they spawn additional mobs? Yeah. It just spawned a ton of spitters, and it was like, poof, it I was yelled. gone. Yeah. It was, it was just my fault. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have flashed so far, like frost blink so far into it. The thing that I would have a really hard time with hardcore normally is just the amount of time to play. Like if I all of a sudden did that and I was like, well, I got to start over. Like I knew as soon as we started the league, if I died day one, I wasn't restarting. Okay. I just wouldn't have had time for it. So yeah, it was, it was super fun though. We had a crazy race right at the end between two people. Uh, Drone and Toolberger Barger. Um, they were racing like right down to the finish. And I think on like with 12 hours left, Drone died and he was actually in first place. Oh, he man. was the highest level, uh, but he did not have the deepest delve. Toolberger had the deepest delve. Those were our two awards. And uh, so Toolberger had 12 hours to try and level up higher than him to get the win. And he ended up doing it. Wow. A double winner. Yeah. So he won both. So then, um, we, yeah, so he won $120 worth of GGG stuff, uh, which he got, I'm happy to say he did get, it didn't go well getting those points to him. So when we did the last giveaway, I did it in the way that GGG kind of didn't recommend, which was, they transferred it directly to this person's account and it took a lot of work. I had to verify who the person was, who their characters are, the name, why I was giving them stuff, which I understand they, you know, they got to check that stuff out. And then, so when I talked to them, they said, Hey, next time you want to do this, you're actually better off talking to us and we'll get you codes that that you, user can then use themselves. Right. Cause then you could technically use it for whatever platform you wanted. Cause it's just a code, you know, it's like a 16 yep. digit code or something. I said, great, no problem. So then this one, I talked to them and said, hey, you know, I, I need to get two $60 codes, basically, for okay. the person who won our event. They got back to me and said, yeah, uh, can you tell us what is their account name and why, you know, why they want their stuff? And I said, yeah, no problem. Here's their account name. Here's some of their character names, which I talked to Toolburger and got. And then I said, uh, you know, we, we do a podcast and that we were doing a, a private league for the community and he won. And so they gave me the instructions for how to do it, which was kind of weird to me because what I ended up having to do was to buy points on my account, and then you don't touch the points, and then they take those points off, and create yep. the the codes. There was a mix up, unfortunately, and that's fine. In the end, it was my fault. It ended up costing me at least double what we originally were cool. going to do uh, for the giveaway, but that's fine. Again. It's not super well explained by grinding gear games, unfortunately. And so if I had read really carefully to make sure I was super sure and maybe gotten confirmation, it would have been so bad. But I did it. They they pulled it off, gave me the codes and I got the codes of Toolburger. So that's awesome. But I was saying to my son, what happens if like a parent who doesn't play GGG wants to like buy their kid a gift or something? You know what I mean? Yep. Like there's no way to do that without having an account where you purchase the points first. It's just odd to me that I couldn't just somehow pay them 120 bucks to get two codes. I don't know. It just seemed odd. It is weird that when we like, we call it EB games. I
1: don't know what it's called in the States, GameStop or something yeah, like that. GameStop. I'm bit, but um, like when we go to our video game store, which is mostly just toys now, cause everything's digital. But when we go there, There's so many different types of currencies you can buy from that stand or whatever it is, you know, like League of Legends stuff, ESO stuff. I've always wanted to have PoE stuff there. You know what I mean? It'd be awesome to be able to ask for PoE stuff, like just PoE currency from 7-Eleven or something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have no idea what goes into getting it out there. I have no idea how much that costs. But it is weird that it is a very difficult thing to be generous with POE currency.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. I just thought it was odd that you have to buy the points onto your account, and then they take it, which it does work as long as both people have an account. But again, if, if my wife wanted to buy something for me, she, there's no way for her to do that because you right. have to actually have the original account. So it's weird. But anyway, our hardcore league ended. Congrats to everybody who even played in it because I know a lot of People mm-hmm. have just had a blast trying out so- the solo self found for some, the hardcore for some, the combination for some. I, I really liked it. I'd, like I said, I want to do it every league. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool.
1: I would like to say that um, I'm probably going to delete every participant that finished act four and above. Uh, and I'd like to congratulate everybody that
0: finished under act four. I love that. There's seven pages of just death. <laughs> it just looks so good yeah. yeah yeah did you see i
1: i didn't check um even though i'm on vacation it's actually been very busy with family stuff
0: uh do you know where i finished it was like the top 10 right let's see what level were you when you died like 12 oh i think it was 110 you were 75th 111 i think it was 75th was. out of 140 so you you just cracked hey, the top 50 hey, percent hey. you know what I'm just
1: brushing I'm down. I'm going to call that a win. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, hey, I think I called, I forget, uh, uh, no offense to our After Dark folk, but I can never remember which episodes I say things on, so I don't mean to repeat content. Uh, but I forget which episode it was on, but I predicted I'd die at Dominus. So anything after Dominus is victory.
0: You also so, predicted awesome. that 85 would be the top
1: level. No, 87. Okay. okay. And... <laughs> And how many were
0: higher than 87? Uh, 16. How many characters? 16. Uh, no, more than that. Sorry. Oh, 87. Yeah, 16. Hmm. And were they all, but they, those are, some of those are the same people. There's not too many doubles yeah, so up in that high. It was, there's there's actually one.
1: one person. One person. Yeah. There's two it's better than 87.
0: Cuddles so. and Chris McGamer HD were the only two that had doubles in the top, in that above what your guess was, which that's insane. I, there are people that leveled. Let's see. Cuddles leveled to 92 and 91. Chris McGamer leveled to 91 and 87. (laughs) That's that's crazy. Kudos
1: to them. Yeah, that's crazy. And but good job to everybody else for trying. Uh, There was a lot of lot of people in Discord saying that it's definitely not their cup of tea. They're going to try it. They had a lot of fun. They felt like they sucked, but like it was I I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm always going to suck at hardcore. I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, My guess was 95. And there were only two that were higher than that. Just want to point that out, Ty. <laughs> no one can hear you. Moving on. I mean, there's not much to talk about this week, eh? Pretty, no, nothing happened. Pretty
1: dull. I think, uh, I guess episode 45 is coming up next
0: week. So so this week, though, there, was, there is this weekend, there's a pets and hideouts decoration sale. So if you're hearing this Sunday and you get it on time, you know, you can go get some stuff for cheap. And they got some new supporter packs for Heist, Heist, something called Heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's about Perfect. it this week.
1: All right. So today, as of recording, we're September four today. It'll be coming, our uh, podcast will be coming out September 6th for us. But September 1st was 10 years since Path of Exile was first announced. I mean, that's even before beta, but that's pretty crazy, hey? Mm-hmm. A game this constantly getting more popular and more successful 10 years later so cool and even the sequel that's coming out it's not even a sequel it's just a huge add-on it's just so cool yeah so good for you ggg i'm happy for you and i'm very glad you make the game because it's awesome
0: so with the 3.12 announcement in heist they released their trailer did you watch it
1: oh my goodness i watched all their trailers multiple times it's they so just get going it's oh, so good i just they, the the art department does such a good job with everything, and you get so excited how they show off their new skills is in time with the music and all, like you and I, I don't know what it. We just love the music of this game.
0: Oh, Camille crushed it. It was so so good. Like oh. I, I, it always happens where there's like, you know, the the mystery boxes and the trailers come out, and it's so fun just listening to them. I know a lot of times you turn off the music or you have it lower at least in game because it used to cause a big performance issue. But man, the trailers are just, I, I love their trailers. They do such a good job. You know how Hans Zimmer basically does the music for every
1: single movie that exists? It used to be just stuff like Michael Bay, like The Rock and all that kind of stuff. But now it's like he does all the like cartoons. He does everything. Hans Zimmer just does all the music. If Camille ended up doing the music for every single show I watched, I'd be fine
0: with that. Yeah, it's amazing. There's a, a privately... Contest thing that zizarin is doing for the start of 312. And it's the biggest PoE giveaway that's ever happened. There's like $40,000 in prizes. They actually oh, wow. did a trailer for this event that's happening. I think it's uh, Shopify is like sponsoring it, but they actually had Camille do the uh, audio and the music for their. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. It's so good.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Fug did my intro. Camille will do your intro. Great. Done. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're not busy, are you? So uh, I guess we're going to get into the uh, announcement of 312 Heist. And just as a heads up, we're assuming, like, we're not going to recap what the announcement is. We're just going to talk about it and assume that whoever's listening has already read up on it or listened to it or whatever it is. So hopefully you enjoyed it. We're Hopefully you're as excited about it as we are.
0: Yeah. We're mostly going to break it down into like the parts that we cared about. The stuff we liked. I, what did you think? What was your, what was your overall thought? And then we'll get into the details. I'm actually very excited. This reminds me of the
1: old school rainbow six before it became a first person shooter. Do you remember what that was? Like when ding Chavez was your best, best person, you never wanted ding to ding to die, but you would have, you know, your different groups. you know people going through and then you would tell them where their stopping point was and you could say alpha go bravo go and you would wait remember those
0: birds i like Mm -hmm. you would like plan it out before you go
1: yeah yeah it was all about infiltration anyway yeah that's kind of what it reminds me of and i i don't know like i've referenced stealth games like splinter cell quite often so you know having that little niche in there for
0: this I, i like it i like it how about you how about you i am optimistic about it like I'm curious to see how it plays out. I don't tend to get like overly excited about a league mechanic. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how it plays. And maybe it'll be a bit more detail as we get through stuff. I love the whole idea. I think it's cool to have another area. I love the idea of slightly slowing down and feeling like it's not all about just zoom, zoom clear maps, fight bosses, clear maps, fight bosses. There's like a, a new thing to do. I'm hoping that it's more, user-friendly than betrayal betrayal oh right
1: yeah yeah no, betrayal? well betrayal you could have been insanely i remember the spreadsheets for betrayal that's with the syndicate
0: yeah i just it's too much work yeah. like it was too especially if you wanted to do it in the way that was most optimized uh you could just like we did just kill everybody this yeah. i'm hoping is not as much thought into it as uh, what that was but it's a really cool idea I'm so curious though like you add 13 new NPCs, you add a new zone and a you know this whole new mechanic. I'm always curious right now about how does this peel into PoE2 cuz it would be very odd to develop 13 characters and then not use them. Axe them at the end of the league. You know what I mean? Like it would be crazy to do all this work and it not go core. So I always have to assume when there's this much into it that more than likely it becomes a core thing. And I'm kind of curious, how does this tie into POE Two, or is it just totally on its own and has no, no bearing on it at all. But I am excited. I have, Mm -hmm. I have some concerns, but more so just like how I think they, well, we'll go into it when we get into the details, but I I am excited. I get, I'm always ready to play a new league. Like nothing's going to stop me from trying a new league. Of course. Did you think it lived up to its hype? Yes. Not, not the, sorry. Well,
1: I, I don't think everything that I think it's the co- um, the content that has the possibility of going core. Like all the different loops. like it is nine hundred new gems. The possibility of like gems changing, having quality differences, new base types, experimental base types, different versions of familiar uniques. Like uh, yeah, all that. Like not necessarily the heist is making you know meeting the hype expectations. But I don't know if it's ever actually the league that's the hype. It's always the items and the content that comes with the league. That's all the hype. And I definitely think that in that regard, yeah, they, they, I think they met the hype. Right. You and don't?
0: I'm not actually sure. I think, it, I think it does. I think the idea of it, I have some very probably maybe some alternative views when it comes to the new gems and the new uniques. And I'll bring that up much later because I want to pose a question to you and, and I just have some thoughts about it that not concern me, but I just, I don't actually care a ton about that. I'm definitely more interested in the mechanic of heist and like how you play it. But I, yeah, I have some, I have some concerns regarding the gems and the uniques, but we can chat about that later. So the basic idea behind heist though, is you're going to be gathering a team of rogues and you're going to be doing these different jobs. And then you're eventually leading up to a big job, and by doing these jobs, you, it's kind of bizarre. You build up like this meter, but they have said multiple times. So I really hope they're tr- They're serious about this, that by killing mobs, it doesn't affect that meter too much. Cause by the time you get to the max meter, the heist locks and you can't grab any new stuff after a short period. Right, right. Uh, so you grab what you can get. You try and get this item at the very end, you try to escape, and then you sell it off and you progress your heist. I don't know, base. I don't know what you call it, heist area, and all your rogues, and you're leveling them up and you're giving them stuff, trinkets and items. And then again, building up to the highest, what did they call it? It's like, I can't remember what they were broken into. Wings? No, what were the little jobs? What were the contracts? And then, yeah, I can't remember. Was it, it wasn't called a heist though, the actual, maybe it was a grand heist. Yeah, grand heist was like the okay. highest level of it. So, yeah, what do you think about that part? Like that this is the mechanic now. You're going to be like, are you into that where you're leveling up other characters and you're managing, uh, you know, these other rogues? As long as it's fast, like in other
1: RPGs, I love team based stuff. You know what I mean? Like I, I love in divinity leveling for people. I love making a, or having equipment for four people and min-maxing that uh like the dragon age games i absolutely loved it i'd love to include the mass effect games but they really aren't really rpgs after the first one and so i do like that aspect but with path of exile i still want to be playing a lot hopefully it's as fast as chris said that it was going to be where you you can actually change the equipment of these people or some of the perks um you can improve them or level up certain skills you know what i mean it's kind of like what game is that um what's the alien game turn-based rpg where once when some of your teammates die they're dead forever what's that called oh i know what you're talking
0: about i can't think of it i I can see it i can picture it in my head yeah i own every single one
1: anyway it's it's, it kind of reminds me of that, where you're kind of having to min-max, do I want to take this person on because they're really good, but they're not actually going to level? Or do I want to level the other person a little bit, you know, because I know this is a little bit easier of a heist. I like that prospect and I like the, weighing that risk, that decision-making. It's it's the stealth decision-making. I, I really like that. I think it'll be really good if the only thing that's taking a lot of your time is you debating those decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the one thing that really didn't interest me with Harvest was how long it would take for me to do something even after I've made a choice to do it. You know what I mean? Like all the growing, all the managing. And this just seems like, it seems like you can just make a few clicks or swaps, right? Gear's done, great. And if you have a hard choice to make, that's what's taking a long time. It's not the micromanagement.
0: I actually noticed a big I don't know what you would call it. It was like a aha moment for me in the league. The private league was how tedious harvest was, you know, like in, mm. in the normal league, once you built it and it was time consuming and annoying to build it and get it all right. But then it, it just went, you knew where to plant stuff. Well, I got into the private league and I walked into there and I was like, Oh no, I actually skipped it through the whole league right after maybe level 40. Cause it did help me for leveling, but I was just like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm, I just skipped every harvest. Every seed cache because it just was too much work to try and plan it out. So, yeah, this definitely does not look harvesty. This looks like because it's not even map based, right? Like, this is Mm, completely separate besides the fact that the contracts drop in the map. Mm -hmm. And we know that
1: Chris was, because I mean, everybody's been pointing out, including us, that Chris was hyping 312 at the beginning of 311. So we know that this isn't even a response to people's constructive criticism about Harvest. It's simply just what they had in mind. Well, as far as we know, maybe they did change it. But
0: I was uh, chatting with Tarky the day before or the day of the release. can't remember. I think it was the day before. And I was laughing that I was expecting Chris to hype 313 during his (laughs) interview with Ziggy. Yeah. Didn't happen. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. No, Uh, we'll get there. Wouldn't be cool. It's a terrible thing to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it's awesome. I love that, that tweet that they sent where they said, okay, at least one of the following is going to be in 312. 900 skill gems, 13 new NPCs, a new hub area, a cat with a monocle. Like it all came true. Yep.
0: I think that's really cool. I do up until the, I don't agree with the 900 skill gems, but we'll, we'll talk about that part later. So the heist is shared between characters. That's awesome, at least. Like if you really do make cool. somebody else. And it definitely, I don't even know if you have this. I assume you do somewhere. The fact that it's me and you playing together friendly is. Yes. That's finally that's the
1: very first thing I wanted to talk about after we. Uh,
0: yeah. Like, I, and it, it's, it's interesting how it's uh co-op ability, you know, like, because you both get things at the end, that means you yep. can both sell. That means you can both progress your rogues and progress your yep. hideout. I mean, I'm not so sure about the whole idea of like, okay, I'll give you this item, you know, I give you the heist to work on this wing or whatever. Maybe I don't know if that will actually be a thing, but just the fact that you can play it together—that you're you're both
1: getting better with the league
0: content
1: as you play co-op. Yep, awesome. That's, That's it. That's it. Like even even with delve, when they made it so that I think originally, now I might be wrong, so don't go getting all mad at me on Discord about this, but. I think originally when Delve came out, only the host of the party got the Delve. And then later on, they changed it so that everybody else could get it at a whatever percentage. And even that's awesome. So I'm really excited about this. I, I, I actually, I wanted to paraphrase this note on party play, but I, I'll read it because it's paraphrased. very. It's already, it's, it's already condensed very well. When you run a heist in party, multiple artifacts will be available to steal assigned to each party member which is what you said, you'll also each gain Intel or Intel and rogue experience if you succeed at the heist. Another benefit is that if you die and drop your contraband, your party member can collect it for you and then share it, obviously, if they're nice. But you could even pool your Intel resources, like you said, and uh, help build a big blueprint for your big grand heist if you want to as well. So that's, I, it just seems so great. But I found it really interesting that the variety of content leagues provide is more important than co-op ability each league. Did you re- notice when Chris said that with Ziggy's interview? No, he's like, we get that some we get that some leagues aren't really good for co-op and some are, but that just comes with us coming up with different you know like if we made every league co-op capable, you'd have very similar leagues over and over and over.
0: I don't think I agree with that. I understand it and it's fine. Like again, we've talked about this lots. We can both disagree with something they say but know that in the end they've got the best intention of the game. Right. But I I don't know that I fully believe that, but I am at least glad that this upcoming one will have it.
1: Right. Yes, me too. And I was going to say the same thing. I on the outside, I disagree with that. I think if you have co-op as a cornerstone of your franchise, there's ways to do it. There's ways to be Creative about it. But at the same time, like you said, I don't know what it's like to need to come up with new content every three months for millions of people. Yep. You know what I mean? And you're looking at numbers, you're looking at revenue, you're looking at ensuring that enough money is coming in for all your employees, this, that, and another thing. So, anyway, like, uh, I'm super excited. I'm really excited to play with you this league and see how it's done, especially because I'm going to be able to keep up because you're going to go into a room. And you're going to wait for people to pass by the room and I'll be able to catch up to you.
0: You think I'm not just going to kill everyone? Well,
1: I'm changing the subject to something awesome. Did you see the huge
0: mech dog in the trailer? Yeah. Like he's walking in the background of one of the doors. Yeah. That was awesome. I hope that's a thing. What do you think about it? it, This just puts me into thoughts of like when we used to play single player games, taking turns and especially RPG style games where you got to level up and you got to pick stats to go into Yeah, yeah. the idea of working your way to uh, the final item. And now you have to remember that final item actually has no bearing at all in the game. It's a, a unique item that you cannot wear. All you're doing is selling it. But as soon as you open it, the whole heist ends in the fact that now you're trying to get out, but on your way to getting that item, there's rooms that you can open, which will increase the, what did they call that bar? It's basically like your stealth meter. I don't know what it's actually called. Alert level. Perfect. On your way there, there's rooms that you can open up and opening those rooms and opening the chest within those rooms increases the alert level. I was reading that and watching that going, man, lockpicking is always like one of the first things we go for so we can steal everything. <laughs> yeah, How yeah. hard is it going to be right. to be going through a level and see a chest and be like, uh, I'm not supposed to open that. Yeah, I know. Or
1: you're looking at your alert level and have to weigh the odds. Uh, I think one thing that I really liked about what Chris was mentioning with the strategy of it, if it stays the same until releases, not only is it about that alert level, but you're also thinking about how many every door you open is a path that once you have the artifact, once your heist is done, you have the artifact. When the building goes into lockdown, all the doors you've opened are how many enemies and how often the direction that they rush at you from. So you're also thinking about your exit as you're going through your entrance. You know what I mean? And
0: he said that the, when the alert level meter fills, you've got like a few seconds before it all locks down so that you Mm -hmm. could actually try and grab it. If you were playing in a full group and somebody was standing where the final item is and all the other players planned, to open all the doors and open the chests, Couldn't you click the little blue thing to just teleport to the one player who's at the end? Like, I wonder if that blue button is going to work. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know if you can go that far away too. Right. We'll have to see what that's like. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm sure they've thought of it. The idea of, uh, you think so? I think they're like this. I think they're new to multiplayer, Ty. I think the idea of what people (laughs) might do (laughs) to be like, Oh my God, we didn't even think about that. I feel like people will find a way to abuse the multiplayer. Maybe I just, I have a feeling, but that's fine. I don't actually care. Yeah.
1: And uh, one thing I'm actually really excited for is when you and I get to that, the end, and we have, we can only choose one artifact and some of these heists, I don't know if it's only the grand heist or if it's the smaller ones that lead you there. I forget which, but there's multiple artifacts to choose from. You can only pick one. The second you open one, all the other ones are locked. It's impossible to open. Mm Mm-hmm. So and it's cool because you know what you're picking, like the, those glass cases per se. That's like your intel that you had at the head of time. So that's you know what you're going for. So it's cool. Like you're going and you could click on the wrong thing, or you have to pick between your build or my build. Obviously, you're going to give it to me, right? So I can keep carrying you. But yeah, it's pretty cool. I one thing I really like is that all the markers, contracts, and blueprints—all the stuff you need for the league—they're just random drops in your maps. It's just. As you play the game, the league content just drops. Exactly the way you wish delirium worked. Yep. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And uh, this one stood out to me. I know it was emphasized a few times, so everyone's gonna know this, but this one stood out to me. The escape is not timed. Yeah, I think that's like, good too. This isn't technically timed. It's so so
0: well. And none of it's really timed because not really, the alert no. level doesn't increase over time. It just it, it increases based right. on what you do. Which is great. Are you
1: finding this really weird how much we've agreed on stuff so far? I'm used to arguing with you about very stupid things that you're constantly wrong about. But so far, this, I don't know. I feel like I've died and I'm in an alternate dimension right now.
0: I'm sure it'll come. We just started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. You did disagree on the 900 gems. And I'll but, tell you why.
1: But not yet. Okay. It, did you Did you hear in the interview with Chris and Ziggy that Chris said that micromanagement does break immersion. Yeah. Like the immersion you have in the game. It was cool to hear him say that. I mean, whether that came as a realization after harvest or whether they've known that since 2010, whichever, but it was it was cool to hear him say that. It kind of gives you emphasis that if they are adding some sort of micromanagement system in the game, it's not going unnoticed. So, I thought that was cool, you know, just to hear hear one of the bosses say that. But one thing, I didn't know where to put this, so I'm just going to say it now. In the Q&A, or was it the AMA? I forget. Heist enemies can be used as specters.
0: Only you would notice that.
1: No, specters blew up in popularity. They are so much more popular since they added, what was it? 350 new corpses are available to be as specters. Oh my goodness. Imagine if my in-laws walked downstairs and hear me talking about raising corpses. Anyway, um... But yeah, like core and all specters have, everybody seems to be aware of like the best or the more prominent specter for each element now. Even new people are like, hey, which, which specter was I supposed to be using for lightning damage again? And so I don't know. I think that's cool. I'm excited to hear what people have to say about that.
0: Yeah, it's cool that it happened, but everybody is also now very focused on like which specters are currently the strongest and they just go with that row. It's no different than the meta. And unless some of these heist guys, maybe they are, maybe they're super awesome, but it's pretty common where people go, Oh, this is like specter. That's overkill, killing everything. Amazing. So everybody goes, yeah, this is the meta for specters. You're the only one I know that like just raises specters as they die. (laughs) I think it's
1: fun. I I'm going to add specters to casting damage taken just for fun. Next week I'm going to have, I'm going to have a wasted four link just for that. now this is kind of cool timing with our, you know, hardcore test league that we well not test league but the hardcore league that we did heists are kind of like hardcore you know you don't get portals to a heist you get one attempt and then it's done i like that i like that a lot because it's not part of the core game but it does require thought and patience but your character like it doesn't impact your character it just impacts your reward and i really like adding like those hardcore aspects to different parts of <laughs> of the game. I think it's cool.
0: So I, I love it. I think it's so cool that they're doing that, but well, for one, I'm actually a little surprised that you liked it because this is, you know, you're going through every single item that you pick up is not actually yours until you escape the heist and you know what you got. So if you die, you also know what you lost and I'm surprised that you're okay with that. I think it's fun. I think it's really cool that they've added that. But I'm trying to think, this was, this somewhat goes back to our conversation in Harvest, and it didn't turn out to be a very big, have a very big impact because there were so many crafts that you could get. But my concern with the heist and the, you know, hardcore thought is not dying. I'm fine with that. If, it, you know, if I do something stupid and just, it's just too hard, I made it too difficult and I can't get out, totally fine. It's like uh metamorph. But if, if I disconnect, or the server hiccups, or something happens that was not my fault, that's going to be really frustrating. So I hope, just like they did with a lot of other releases, their servers were crazy good. I hope with Heist that that's the case.
1: Yeah, they have really gotten a lot better. That's for sure. Yeah, I, um, I kind of agree. But at the same time, I'm, I'm fine with that hardcore content with this type of thing, because it seems like you're capable of being slow paced, you're capable of Taking time to think things out. You're not on a timer basis. You don't have to be rushed, and it's 100% optional. It's not something that's required for you to go through, right? One thing that I, I get the hardcore element of the labyrinth, but I hate the labyrinth. This, as far as I can tell, it's not about traps. Maybe there will be traps in these. It doesn't seem like it from the trailer, but this is just a. Similar to a mapping experience, but this map, you know, think of it like, okay, here's a corruption area, but all corruption areas are hardcore. You don't have to do it.
0: So I like it. It's just the idea of that if you have something drop that is like crazy good for you, I I love the fact that it actually puts you into a different mindset now. It's like, oh my God, I have to figure out how to get out of here now with this item. Yeah. And as long as it's on me and, okay, I screwed up because now these mobs are too hard for me to get out or whatever then I'm fine with it. But yeah, I just I really hope the servers are like up to snuff and everything's great on the server side because that would suck to lose it to uh you know a disconnect.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe you wouldn't lose it. Who knows? But yeah, no, yeah you would.
0: I'm, I'm I'm sure you I'm would. excited about okay okay.
1: <laughs> now we now we know. Now we know. But it is cool that this is content you can ignore. I, I'm interested in it and I'm not going to ignore this one. But I like it. Even harvest you could ignore. I mean the rewards were stupid to ignore so even if you hated the harvest element you you know like i was pretty foolish to just completely ignore it because the rewards even just for leveling were so good
0: what leak haven't you been able to ignore though i mean you could technically ignore any of them um okay yeah i guess so well i guess it continues
1: the theme but i like it like it's just a normal drop and you can get rid of it and that's that yeah i like it i'm
0: not going to though no. i'm excited about it this would be a weird one to not want to play like harvest i can understand why a lot of people weren't into it. I liked it, but I can understand why people weren't. This one would, to me would be a very odd one to not be into because you're leveling something else. There's a very RPG style to it. It's slightly less action RPG ish, just because there is that, yeah. you know, slow down time, which I, again, I like, I'm happy to have something like that, but I think, I, I hope people will play it and give it a chance. Hopefully all those people who are like, I'll never play again. Hopefully they'll give it another chance. I hope they never play again. Uh, You know, one thing that I
1: noticed was when they were talking about the specifics, I think it was in the Q&A about where you turn in different things, like where you turn in your contracts, where you get your blueprints from, where you turn in your artifacts. It was a different NPC for each thing. I hope those NPCs are close together.
0: Yeah, they probably can't move.
1: What is it? Is it Highgate? I hate Highgate. At least they're all close. But Highgate's not that, that, that close. Like you have those people in Act 4 that are like at the top. You know, we're later in act, whatever it is. There's the corpse there instead. And then who's the guy to or something? What's his name? The divination card guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a ways away. Anyway, I just hope all the NPCs are close together. So it's easy to go through like act one. That'd be awesome.
0: You don't want to walk through the whole new
1: zone. Once. No offense to everybody that worked so hard on it, but once that's it. Oh my goodness. Imagine going to act three. Remember when before the masters changed who leo remember where leo was yeah way at the top oh he was he was what, what is that that is act three right yeah it is so you have everybody at the bottom they're relatively close except for the guy that was really gimped that doesn't show up in the second half of the game what's his name Grigor. they're all close but then if you wanted to talk to leo and get that dot damage craft oh anyway
0: i think we've covered the mechanic no of yeah, ice, like what it
1: so. is. Oh man, okay. I am so excited for trinkets. So hey, did you did i I assume you did. You you noticed trinkets. Like, oh, I, I can't, I am so excited for trinkets. There's no way this is temporary.
0: Now no are way. you talking about trinkets on the idea of what you're giving to your rogues or the where there's a new slot for yourself? A slot for ourselves for yep. the first time ever. And Just as a personal bragging note,
1: I noticed this and then it was said, so I feel like even though the podcast wasn't out then, I feel like I totally nailed it ahead of time, but this is the first time ever that they've added an extra equipment slot since the release of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like it's like having a jewel equipment slot instead of a tree jewel slot.
0: Doesn't it only affect heist though?
1: I think right now it only affects heist, but there's no way that that's going to get taken out. Well, I mean, it very well could, but just the potential of having a miscellaneous equipment piece there that'll give a buff to what? And buff, buff's not the right word, but that'll give a buff to whatever it is that rolls or whatever it is that can't. Oh, so cool! But anyway, I love the prospect of trinkets. Oh, so cool! They're they're all dropping corrupt, which I think is really awesome as an introduction too. Like it's not about crafting these new trinkets and trying to mid max at the best. It's just they drop corrupted, and I think that's an awesome way to introduce anything like that i think it was really cool so i'm excited about trinkets even though they only impact the league mechanic but i think it's sweet what about quality gems you brought that up your little pissy pants about that it is 900 new gems okay like um, every single they went through 433 current gems active in support and they gave each one at least one new quality benefit that's amazing. It's like some of these actually dramatically change how the skill functions, not just a different perk. I think it's amazing. I can't wait.
0: I'm not arguing that it's negative. First off, it's not, it's not adding more gems. You're just changing them. And quality to a gem is obviously important. But it, did you quality every one of your gems when you played? If you played in a league, uh, don't talk time. standard. Don't talk standard. Talk in a league. Well, no, I died in Act 3. Well, oh, even in a normal no, league? Act 4.
1: Act 4. <laughs> See, look how great that is. I died in Act 4. Even in our no, normal um,
0: leagues, though, you're not qualitying all your gems.
1: Oh, don't you remember last league when I was doing my sweet SRS Guardian, how ineffective I was because I always 20% my gems as soon as they hit level 20?
0: Where are these alternate quality gems dropping? Because is it not in the... Are I don't these know not results of the heists? I, I thought I remember them talking about them as part of the grand heists. I don't remember.
1: I don't remember if it was, I think it is just lead content, but I don't actually remember. But either way, no matter which one it is, I'm 20%ing it all the time. Every time my gems get to level 20, I'm always getting the 20% gems. And I'm, I always have my GCP stash ready to go all all gems over, what is it, 14% get added to that stash. I trade them in for GCPs.
0: The problem for me with adding them as alternate quality gems, I like it. It's fine. I'm not, it's not like I'm against it, but it's a little more difficult to plan a build around because they're obviously not as easy to get a hold of from what it looks like. If they are actually dropping from the Grand Heist, that's really crazy. I can't imagine that's the only way to get them, but it's already enough work to keep track of how many gems there are. And what quality does to those gems. Now you are keeping track of those gems. And now what potentially up to three different versions of quality can do to it. That's just, that's quite a bit. Oh, I think it's great
1: though. It's such an interesting way to add that many more gems because you're familiar with the skill. And if you're not familiar with the skill, you're relearning the skill anyway, even if it only had one type of quality to it. So Now, I I mean, I don't know how much Righteous Fire has or zombies or whatever. Oh, that's right. The minions are going to have different qualities. Oh, that's so awesome. So anyway, like it's, you're familiar with the skill already, or let's say you only are familiar with 20 skills, but now you just have a small variance. It's not like a brand new skill with a new mechanic, like the steel stuff that we're going to get into later. So I I think it's a smart way to really increase a learning curve without there being too much to learn. Either way, I think it's awesome. I don't remember how you get them, though.
0: Yeah, well, it, it kind of ties into the next topic, which is the new replica uniques, which is cruel. It's really crazy that now uniques can drop with totally different things. Like they yeah, they aren't even the same item anymore. In a way, there's a mod that dramatically changes the type of build that you
1: would have used the original unique for. I like, I like the idea.
0: Okay. What? I'm what? Gonna- what? Okay, this problem ties into some other stuff, and it's not a problem. But we're talking about uniques, the replica uniques, uh, and alternate quality gems that are, from my understanding, dropping in the heists and in the end game. I'm going to call it end game content. They're dropping in the end game content most likely. Sure. I, my problem is, and Chris said in his interview with Ziggy that GGG understands that their retention once players gets to maps is phenomenal. Yep, And I don't care about the retention rate of the people who are quitting before Brutus because it's exactly like he says. People go, oh, it's free to play. I'm going to download it. It's not like League of Legends. I don't like it. It's too hard. I can't figure it out. And I don't want to go online. I don't want to watch a YouTube video. That part, I totally understand. Those people are going to fall off. But when you have a higher retention rate because people got to end game. So I'm just putting you in a situation. You get to end game and you're playing maps. And by this point, you're crushing heists and you're doing the stuff. And an alternate quality gem drops or a replica unique drops that you're like, wow, I could totally think of a way to make a build with this. Or this is, this could be incredible to this type of skill or this type of play style. If you want to use it, you're going through that same annoying 10 acts to get to the part where you can start using it. Why? Well, how are you using a level 70 unique? Well,
1: but that's the exact same thing it is with any other Unique that drops and it's a level 70 requirement.
0: Yeah, but you've now added even more of them. And if the idea... No, it's not. If the idea, and he understands that the retention rate is increased when people get to maps, I I wish they... uh, We've talked about this before. I wish they would figure out some other way to allow you to get to maps faster, especially if you've done the act once. Because I don't want to get... I know for sure I will not get to the end game get an amazing replica unique or alternate quality gem and decide, yeah, I'm going to relivel a new character through Act 1 to 10 because I like them so much. Even though I would probably love to, I don't want to do Act 1 through 10 again.
1: But are these gated in endgame? I don't think they are.
0: I think they're league-only stuff that you can do at any point. Well, you're not getting, though, a high-level unique to drop when you're level 40. No, but do you know if the
1: rep, Like, let's say a normal whatever unique it was that you're thinking of, let's say it's normal level requirements, 32. Mm-hmm. Does the replica, did you like, I, cause I might've missed it was, is the replica version of that required at level 70? Or do you think it, or do you know if it would also be at 32?
0: Like if it still requires the higher level, it does. So like it, they have an example of a level 61 required shield. The replica version of it, that drops also is a requires level 61.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then it would be the same thing, no matter which unique drops, it would have been the same circumstance for it anyway.
0: Fine. But now you've added even more that are cool, especially now there's ones that have totally different stats that are totally different for a different build, but you're still making somebody go through act one through 10 again. And I, I, that's where I have a problem with. It's not specific to heist. I love the idea of adding all these quality gems and all these new uniques, but you haven't done something to make it so that when you get those items you're more inclined to be like yeah you know i i went mm-hmm. through i went through here's my thinking i went through act 1 to 10 and i did it i finished it kitava act 10 dead i can now go into maps yeah and the problem for me is because you you actually can't do maps which chris knows is what keeps retention high until you finish act 10 right you have to kill kitava at the end that's then you go through that little thing with kirik and whatever okay. and now you're welcomed into playing maps right that's what unlocks it no matter which character you've made okay so i i wish they would come up with something where like okay i've gone act through 110 done it now in maps i've gotten it play the game for a while get some items and i go you know what this unique looks crazy this new quality gem they've introduced is crazy because it's more likely you'll see those now now that they've added so many right you you have this huge increase in quality of gems you've you know i don't know what the percentage is but it sounds like you're 30 40 percent increased in uniques. You're probably gonna find something that's like, dang, that's really fun, or that would be really cool if I did this. So now yeah I can create a new character. I can go to my hideout and Kirak or somebody, give Kirak a job, just starts opening portals to random low tier maps. Maps don't drop, but I can go and play. I can level while doing maps, getting then my actual tier drops from those maps. I get to wherever the level is for act five or six. And Kirak says, hey, we need some help. Kitava's doing something. And you go fight Kitava, just like you would in Act 5. You finish it. You get your uh, debuff or whatever from the thing. You go back to him. Kirak, he opens random portals. You get to map. Get towards, like, level 60. He says, we need some help. You go fight Kitava the last time. And you're, you're actually back into endgame stuff, but you didn't have to go through the tediousness of 1 through 10.
1: Yeah. No, I get, I get it. And I agree. I I don't like leveling. It'd be nice if there was a fast track to it. I can see how the replica uniques might encourage or discourage how often somebody would go, but I don't think it should keep
0: them from adding more uniques to the game. And it's bizarre to me though, that they knowing they are doing that. They know, like Chris said, we know our retention is awesome. When people hit maps. Right. So, why would right. you not do something to increase the amount of people that are in maps?
1: Oh, I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. Um, especially for a first campaign, you should go through to filter people out for the people that you know love the game have a fast track. But at the same time, let's say they've considered that and they've nixed it, and it's not going to happen a fast track. They're going to go ahead and add whatever content, and it's just going to be the same same news
0: as usual. You know, which is fine. I'm just saying that for me. Finding a replica unique or a cool alternate quality gem, if I've gotten to the point in the league where I'm, you know, maybe feeling that burnout of the build I'm doing, but don't want to do act one through 10, you're not maintaining, you're not retaining those people by saying, yeah, if you want to play with this new cool item, you got, you got to do one through 10 again. Possibly. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I don't, This will be our, I don't We can disagree. 100% disagree if you want on here because that you will. People don't want to do act one through 10 more than one time. It just gets super frustrating. If you needed a different build for it, sure. If you needed a different starting class for it, sure. Well, it's different if it's an upgrade to your current build. I'm not talking about that. But there are some replica uniques that are so different that it is not tied into your current build, like, even at all. It's, you know, it's totally different how you, like, they give you the example of Tukahama's Fortress, that shield, that red shield. Sure. Which is plus to max summon totems, and, you know, you get armor per totem, and there's blood magic and stuff like that, right? The new replica version they show is you can cast an additional brand and you have increased critical strike per brand. That's not even, there's no way you're just going, okay, this is a sweet upgrade to my totem build. Well,
1: yeah, if it drops, but we have zero control over what drops. It's the same RNG that it was before. Like, I'm not disagreeing that there shouldn't be a fast track. I think there should be. Uh, I don't think they should stop doing anything or not add more uniques until they come up with a fast track, though.
0: I'm not not disagreeing. I'm also agree with you. I don't want them to stop doing them. But what I look at when I see this wasn't exciting to me because the alternate quality gems, I'm not seeing them till the end. I'm not seeing those new. So the only thing I'm doing is probably trading for them, which I don't like. I don't like the trading side of it, but I'm not if if it is indeed from these, you know, higher level heists, especially for the item drop of the uniques because I don't get to see them until the end, it just sucks because when a unique drops for me, even if I'm not playing that build, even don't count all the new replica uniques and I go, dang, I could, it would be really fun to build something with this. I just, I want something added. I'm not saying that it is anything against heist at all. I love the idea of heist. It looks super fun, but I want something that lets me get to the maps. The part that keeps me playing their game longer quicker.
1: I hear you. Now stop being a Debbie downer. You want to know what's really awesome. All these Uniques can be added to the Uniques dash tab. Cool. That's There's nothing better than that. that That's a is lot of Uniques de-gest. to conduct now. Hey, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Also, the Canucks and Vegas are tied at the, uh, almost at the end of the Spoiler. second period. I know, I know, I know, right? Because by the time people listen, it'll be two days later. Experimental base types. I'm a rare freak now not literally in terms of there's very few freaks that are like me i am a freak for rare items and this is awesome this to me having eric's experimental base types it's even more long-term potential for rares you know what i mean i see this type of thing staying long term i think it's so cool what do do you have any thoughts on experimental base types
0: no i'd have to see them
1: Oh, can't wait. You haven't seen any of the examples yet? Some of them are so cool. I just love the prospect of like this is going to be one of the many tests per se in the game that we're doing for for PoE2. And this is one of the many tests in this game that the fancy rares that are high specific, they're gonna drop with the much with much better mods and socket luck. You know what I mean? It's almost like they were re-rolled many times with fossils. I'm I'm a little nervous about that. But we'll have to see how it plays out because I'm I like the prospect of impossible rare mod combinations. You know what I mean? Like I love the one in a million chance that you're gonna get this when it drops or when it crafts. I'm fine going through 50 crappy boots to get one really good boot. But this isn't the same decluttering project that they're working on for Path of Exile 2. This is a it's it's not the same thing. They're they're experimenting with a different version of it to see how it works and what the feedback's going to be like, but this isn't actually their decluttering project that they're hoping to implement. So
0: Yeah, I heard him say that. I can't wait till they actually come up with the decluttering.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. I love I love items. Um obviously it'd be nice to to filter it a bit more, but goodness, I like adding more base types, that just blows my mind. Or even having the chance that like i don't know let's say Americath bow drops it probably wouldn't be this type of bow. but let's say that type of bow drops wouldn't it be neat to yes i finally got that base type i really hope it's one of these three like it's now you have a chance it's going to be one of three implicits it's not always going to be the same implicit i love that i love that it's a great way to add okay only good items are going to drop but now you have way more mods to go
0: through i freaking love it no not you You're done? Yeah. You quit? Yeah. (laughs) My opinion's still the same. (laughs) Okay. I don't actually care if they add more base types or not until I see them. Especially because if it is just for this league, then it's like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's a really cool way for them to add specific value to weapons, have a certain base type drop, but it might not work for you as perfectly as it previously would have because of whatever implicit drops. And then it also gives them the ability to have good mods, like better mods roll on all these items, because the implicit you're really hoping for might not match. And so therefore those, all those good roles might not matter for you. I I like it. I think it has a lot of good potential.
0: Next. Debbie. (laughs) What a crappy movie. So good though. So they've got the new weapon and body enchantments, which is I actually thought they were really cool. I I only saw two in what I was looking at. Maybe there's more. I'm hoping to see more because I think it's awesome. Until you die and don't get out with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but weapon and body armor enchantments. How, how great is that? I think everything has the chance now except for jewelry and shields. But oh my goodness. Same thing as above though. Like it adds the prospect of so many more possibilities and now that certain uh, armor piece uh, i don't know i wonder how you if it's modifiable or if if i mean i'm already thinking it's going core right so i'm thinking like oh man how do you do it or how how do you change that that i would assume you
0: can't i would assume that that once it drops that's it Uh, in the current state yeah but i'm already thinking it's going
1: core like it's long term
0: well wouldn't they have to bring out like a new type of currency or something then to be able to change that well, yeah, or change labs or add something to labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but still, yep. I think it's awesome. It is
1: cool. Did you see the curse rework? This makes me pee my pants, man.
0: This was hilarious because you texted me before I'd even had a chance to read about the release because I just didn't have time on the what was it Tuesday? You're welcome for spoiling it. Uh, it wasn't wasn't a spoil at all, but you were freaking out about the curse rework, and then I read it and I was like, eh, it's not that big of a deal <laughs> without, <laughs> without actually seeing it or getting more information because it's kind of. I mean, you probably have a lot more information because I skipped over this pretty quick, but oh, there's, it's really, really hard. Well, maybe you can explain it to me, but it's really hard from what they've released to, that I've read to understand entirely how this is going to work. Okay. 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 I feel like you're going to be making some assumptions in here.
1: I have never assumed anything in my life <laughs> and I have also never been incorrect.
0: So right, I've also purposes. never
1: lost an argument with you. Would you like to talk about dots?
0: <laughs> actually, I, so, I just want to point I, out that GGG actually said oh, if shit. you're disconnected, in the alarms gone off, you can't rejoin your heist so you do lose it. Just want to point that oh, out. Sweet. Okay.
1: No, no. I'm glad. Congratulations on your first victory, even though it wasn't a disagreement. I've said many times, though, throughout the years that we've been doing this, that I trust GGG. Whether we agree, you know, with what they're doing or not, it's completely irrelevant to us. We we totally totally trust them and. Any changes they make, I know they're going to be better for the game. But I still get so nervous when they're making changes to my favorite parts of the game. And obviously for me, that's minions and and curses. So self-casting curses now can be a primary skill for damage, which is really cool. Some curses now are going to be called what's called hexes, and maybe the other curses are so-called curses. I don't know. And When I think it's hexes, I forget which one. I think it's hexes. When you cast a curse that's a hex, when it expires or it's replaced, it does chaos damage. Like it actually curses actually do damage, they don't just per se debuff an enemy. So it's really cool. And there's even a support gem that adds that as well. So I don't know if you can add that as a damage bonus to the pre existing curses or if it's only something you can add to the curses that don't per se explode with chaos damage but impending doom support now uh now adds that element as well so it's super super cool i think one really interesting completely different mechanic to curses now is that they get better over the duration that they're on the enemy so let's say i I don't know like i don't know the actual numbers i assume all the numbers have been reworked for the sake of this gradual thing so let's just use temporal chains for an example let's say My maximum temporal chains, like this, most I can slow, someone is 30% slower. When I cast it, it's not going to be 30% immediately. It's going to be low, and then it's gradually going to work up to it. So I'm I'm quite excited for that. I'm very curious, though, and I think that's actually really smart. You know what I mean? Because then I can have something that's constantly getting cast, like something attached to a cast when damage taken level one, and its max is going to be lower, but it's also not going to be immediately strong. So I kind of I kind of like that prospect. But I'm curious how increasing curse duration impacts that maximum effectiveness of the curse. Like if I increase my curse duration, does that work against me? So let's say again, I have temporal chains at 30% of my max, right? If the normal curse lasts five seconds, but I increase the duration to six seconds, does it So I'm like, obviously, this is going to be explained, but this is just how my brain's working right now. If I increase the duration of a self cast temporal chains to six seconds, does that just mean it takes that extra amount of time to reach my max? Or does it work like improving curse effectiveness, where the duration is longer, it means that my maximum slow is also higher? I don't know, maybe they're going to change it all to be one one big different thing or you know what I mean to maybe they'll change the tree so that all that terminology makes sense but you know what I'm really excited about I know you're going to be super excited about this that some of the curses are actually called hexes now before there was something called hex proof and there was zero tie to anything in the game what the heck is hex proof if you're new and you came into the game and you're like oh cool hex proof Neat. Nothing in the game and nothing else in the game is called a hex. So, okay. And I've obviously referred to curses once you've gone gone and checked the wiki, but there was no correlation to it. So I'm glad that there's kind of a correlation. Did you see the change to
0: punishment? Yep. Again, I glossed over it. I figured you were going to be more affected by these things than I would.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad that it got an all taken care of girls night out. I'm glad it got a makeover. It was way too specific and it didn't work for the type of chaotic game that path of exile is so i'm glad i'm glad it got a makeover so i, I assume i assume even though i'd never make assumptions and i'm always right about everything i i assume they're going to come out with a kind of an explanation one of their announcements that kind of shows how these things are going to work but i'm uh i have questions <laughs> you know how does how do the curses now work with blasphemy? Are they are they always at max power? And can you use impending doom with stuff like that? Probably not. But you know, how does it interact with cast when damage taken? Oh my goodness, I hope there's still spells. And so anyway, but here's one thing that I thought was quite interesting. And I hope the terminology is clear regarding this. So you know, with this is related, with minion instability, you have it, when your minions get to low life, therefore, or and or die, they explode, right? But let's say I have skeletons, and I'm at my max skeletons. What is that? Nine, without any perks or with perks, whichever. And if I have nine skeletons, and then I raise more, the skeletons that are being replaced, they don't actually die; they're just simply replaced. I don't know what the proper term is, but sure. they're replaced, and so therefore, minion instability doesn't proc; it doesn't initiate. Yep. It's, I'm, it's curious to me that with this impending doom support with curses that your curse limit, the the curses don't have to expire. You can replace them as quickly as you want. Like if I have a curse limit of one and I cast temporal chains, but then I cast temporal chains again or enfeeble, that impending doom does explode and the curse does chaos damage. It seems kind of the opposite. So I'm curious to see what the terminology is that they're using. Because with Impending Doom, there's no way, I mean, unless you focus on low life as a, as a new person, that might be a little difficult. But for me, I remember the longest time thinking that with minion instability, as a, as a newer player, I was thinking like, yeah, okay, I'm going to make a build. I'm going to have my SRS out. And then whenever I ex- they expire, it's going to be bang, 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 bang. bang. And I wasn't the case. So I'm just curious. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's going to be good. Uh, I think it's just a note. I mean, it's not a criticism. It's just, it's just a note. I'm excited to see what all the terminology is on all these gems, and like terminology is already such like a very picky, fine-tuned thing that GGG does need to be concerned about, of course. Otherwise, you're miscommunicating. And when you add all these new mechanics and new aspects to the game, it's got to be so hard to be whoever it is that needs to explain, like the person that has to come up with the text for the gem. Oh, I can't imagine they got to like create a
0: new language. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, uh, you ever played with the Steel Skills? No, I remember when they were first released, watching Ethan play with them, but I didn't find them that appealing.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. They uh, they got completely reworked, and then they added a new um, new element to them called shards as well. Y- you know what I really like? I like that GGG's not scared to rework newer skills if they don't feel like those skills are being used as often or used in a way that they wish they would. Like, uh, you know, there's not pride associated to it and they're just going to let them fall by the wayside. If they're new and they're not working, they change it. And I think that's really cool. I really like that. What about the spells? Did you take a look at those? Uh, The new firewall looks kind of cool. Oh my goodness. Did you realize before this skill was announced that we as as, as path of exile players never had a firewall? Did you realize that?
0: Uh, well, I knew that there wasn't one. I don't know that I ever specifically thought, huh, there's no wall of fire, but I did know that there wasn't one.
1: (laughs) I never realized a wall of fire was missing, but I can't believe there hasn't been a wall of flames. Like every other like magic casting game, even in like dark souls, which is odd. There's like spells. There's always a wall of fire in these like fantasy casting games. And now... Now we are equal. Well, way better, of course, because of Path of Exile, but
0: it's nice to be a part of the wall flame club now, don't you think? Yeah, I don't see you ever touching it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not. The idea is really cool, but it, to me, it's like you've just added an extra button, especially to use it in its new cool way where you can fire projectiles through it. Yeah. And they now cause fire damage. I think that's really cool. But what happens if you like throw a fireball through a wall of f- flames? Does it get more fire damage? Oh, wouldn't it be neat if it just got bigger visually? That'd be fun. Yeah,
1: <laughs> check out my big balls. So, remember when I was talking about chain hook a while ago in one of our previous episodes, and uh, you know the movement skill? Remember how I wanted a skill that instead of pulled me to enemies, it pulled the enemies to me? That's what I wanted chain hook to be.
0: Yeah, there's gloves that do that.
1: <laughs> well, guess what? Now it exists.
0: There's a big void ball. It's a, dev, a very D three skill. I mean, it's been in a lot of our uh, RPG games. Oh, just
1: love it, just love it. I uh, let's just. I'm I'm just basically a POE prophet. Okay, I say, hey, listen, I wish Chain Hook did this and that, and like, well, okay, well, we're gonna listen
0: to this guy. Don't you think that's what it was like? No, not at all. I do, I do. It's a cool skill. Yeah, but I think it's awesome. I, the thing is, to me. Like a lot of times your skills and your, your, whether it's spells or attack, they tend to have a large area that they affect. So quite often you don't actually need to suck enemies into the middle. So I I, maybe it will have a a bigger use. I'm not really sure, but a lot of times people make builds that clear screens. I don't think they need to be worried about, you know, what the radius is of this little circle that's going to pull enemies into it.
1: But it doesn't affect uniques. I don't remember if it affects rares, but it does work for magic and normal. So it's not a skill that can be primary. But it's I can see it working really well with stuff like I think I saw them using blade vortex with it, or other skills like you know you could do cyclone, other things that you know have that specific area of concentration. But I don't know. I think it's cool. It's nice to have. I think it looks awesome, and I love that they call it the black hole. Right, the original celestial. Needs a proper
0: celestial skin though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Hey, that would look cool though.: But I'm not so would the it.
0: wall of flames with the celestial skin.:
1: Ah, oh, nah, you know what? I like it. Uh, they save the, the wall of flames for when they come out with that pirate minion expansion that I've been talking about that's obviously going to happen. Whatever color theme that has, that's what you make the MTX for the wall of flames. No. yes, you, you are incorrect again. You and I have mentioned a few times that Path of Exile is more of an RNG game than a skill game. Obviously, that applies a lot more to softcore than hardcore players. But referencing the new spells, these new spells encourage a lot more standing, like the the standing still play style. You know what I mean? Being careful about where you stand and or how you're going to like cone enemies in towards you. And I thought it was cool. Like both Chris and Ziggy pointed out that it was more about the standing still build style. But I thought it was awesome that GGG recognized that there are a lot of skills for this, you know, that require standing still a lot longer. And a lot of the times when we see people, whether it's broadcasting or, you know, you see a YouTube video about this sweet thing, it's just zoom, 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 zoom. And it's just movement speed. That's the savior all the time. It was nice to see some emphasis on the slower-paced standing still casting. Or, I mean, it could be melee too, but the it was nice to see the standing still builds
0: get some recognition.
1: I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to do some standing still with me this
0: league? No. I still want to move. I just like that anything they do that makes it so you don't feel like you have to be stupidly fast is good for me. I like that. Hmm. Uh, I just want to point out that I didn't realize this that the once you trigger the heist that the yeah. guards spawn infinitely, you actually can't kill them all
1: Oh, it's, it's infinite waves,
0: yep, so your best bet is just to get through them and get out as quickly as you can. is it infinite x p Well, that's what I was wondering too, like so because it would suck if it was no xP yes it would yeah, I don't actually know how they'll do that, but yeah, apparently they will spawn infinitely once the trigger. Once the alarm is triggered.
1: Yeah. What if you had a super strong build? I mean, who knows? They probably thought of it, but what if you had a super strong build or you didn't care? Like about an AFK build or sake? something
0: where you could just leave it overnight. Yeah. yeah. hundred. I oh. would do it a hundred percent.
1: That would be pretty sweet for sure. That, that's really cool to know though. Where'd you find that?
0: Uh, just in one of their facts and how they, they did oh, like cool. an AMA or whatever. It was a question. I, I guess. that. Nice find, Just. Nice find. Now,
1: he, this is this is some console love here, but I thought it was really cool this time around. They have the release date for both PC and console listed this time. There's a countdown to both. They're both getting the same love. It's awesome.
0: Uh, what? You just made, like, two other people happy?
1: <laughs> console people matter too, Justin. I'm going to walk around with... I'm going to make like picket signs on your new grass, make holes on your new grass, picket or no, not picket uh, console. People matter. It's
0: debatable <laughs> in like even lower important news. People, you'll be out on Mac with heist, which is good. Yeah. That's well, awesome. For it Mac is good people. for some That's people. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Nice. that yeah. They'll be able to play. <laughs> hey, but it's all going to be the same world. Right. Not like console where it's separate. Well, you got to get those people who are buying like a shiny white computer because they got money. They'll buy your they'll buy your packs.
1: (laughs) That's right. But it is the same world. Like it's not a Mac world and a Windows world and a console world. It's Mac and Windows are together. So that's
0: nice. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the supporter packs that came out? I did. I did. Not for me, but I think they look cool, but they're not for me. You didn't like either of them.
1: Ah, uh, the dark one, I think, looks cooler than the other one, but um I'm, I'm not I don't like character effects. I like the style of MTX, with the exception of the clown outfit that I bought, the ringmaster. I like the realistic looking ones more. And so when they're advertised, and it's not like a fault to the what the actual uh, product looks like, but when they're advertised and they have the um, what's it called, the character effects spinning around them. You know, I don't like character effects. I don't like the extra spinning.
0: I think it's cool that this is the first time that the character effects will actually change as you kill more. That's kind of cool. Uh, that to me is really cool. I do really like that prospect. I don't own
1: any any character effects, but that is neat. Now, is that only for those two, or did they make that change to all of them?
0: I don't think it's all of them. I just know it is those two. It's the direction
1: MTX are headed. They're getting more interactive, per se.
0: Yeah, I think it's cool. I don't mind the dark one. The light one's not my favorite, but I do do like the dark one. I'll probably get it. You know what's really cool with this pet sale that they have going on? I guess it's a hideout and pet sale.
1: I'm probably going to get a lab or two, dog or two. Wouldn't it be cool if I could, for some completely pointless reason, pet my dog? Yeah. Yeah. I'm speaking to three pet lovers out there. They know. They're nodding. They wouldn't want to pet
0: a virtual dog
1: people want to pet dogs of course they do there's a pet expansion for sims come on get out of here you can pet your dog at your red dead online camp get out of here people like petting things (laughs) easy time (laughs) anyway i'm i'm oh, oh i'm really excited i think this is awesome so you had i guess you've kind of already answered this though at an excruciatingly long length but uh your concerns for this league, last league, your concerns in a fortunate way didn't come to fruition right after we played a whole bunch of gameplay, it ended up that the concerns weren't relevant,
0: which is nice, which is nice. Um, what are your concerns about this one? Uh, the, the actual league itself. I don't think I have any. It, it looks cool. There's so little to know right now still. Like, yeah, we know the mechanic. I like that, but uh, we've talked about it before and I've talked about it with people on discord. I, I really have a hard time getting fully figured out until I get to see the patch notes. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit, but I think it's a cool mechanic. I think the league's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said before, I hope that at some point GGG debates or has a conversation about keeping people who have made it to maps in maps. Mm -hmm. But the league part of this heist looks awesome. League content rewards.
1: I'm yeah. I mean, look at the stuff that they're testing with us that they say they're not testing with us, right? Like they have the new implicits. They have or what? No new enchantments. They have new, yeah. I guess it's implies the base types. They have new quality to gems. I mean, oh my goodness! Look at their direction that this is going based on feedback. They have a new like just on league content, but the the I don't know magic rolling machine for mods. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where the, those really cool rares. I, I forget if it was just on the ones with good enchantments or not, but. Like it's, they're just going to roll good rolls. Oh, there's just so much cool stuff happening. I'm going to have a very difficult time playing standard this leap.
0: You know, one thing that will be a little bit annoying about the alternate gems that I was just gems. Sorry that I was just thinking about quite often when I get to end game, I will adjust my filter so that I'm not seeing low quality gem drops. Okay. But what happens if an item that has a cool alternate, alternate quality Drops because they apparently can drop. I don't know if they can drop as like no quality yet added to it, but it does have the alternate quality tag or like name under it. Oh, so you can alt and find out what the new quality is. Well, but uh, I don't know because quality doesn't show on any item until you quality it. You don't know what any skill is going to give you as a quality until you actually quality it or go on the wiki.
1: I I think I read on one of the two. Whether it was the Q and A or the AMA afterwards, but I think if you hold Alt, it tells you what the quality is on an item now.
0: Oh, is that new? Okay, that'd be cool. If so
1: yeah, so I don't know if they're if that's just for those gems or if it's for all gems, but that, that sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, uh, all I would, I mean, I'm just curious though that if a low level but alternate quality gem drops, I wonder if that's something that is in your weird filter world of being able to filter because you might actually want a low level but alternate quality gem to show where you wouldn't want the low level normal quality gem to show.
1: Hmm. Well I definitely do hope that if for whatever filter changes there are this league that they're communicated better than they were in harvest. But I am currently there isn't I guess yeah. I guess there's no way to test that now because right now you can only determine gems by level, by quality percentage, or by the name of the gem itself that's it so it's uh, yeah it'd be interesting
0: so heist what are you most
1: excited for currently i'm i'm so excited for the new items but i know they're not core yet i'm so excited for the new like you know the new base types i'm excited for the new quality Ah, i think it's all that it's all that and i just i think it's coupled really well because i'm not normally excited about the league mechanics itself but I'm really excited about going through this and picking up my old rainbow six strategy guide and pretending to apply it to path of exile. It all hits me the same. I'm really excited for it. And I just see so much future core content with items here. I just, my, my, my final answer, Bob is all of it. Wow. That's like the worst answer ever. I know it's like all of it's a 10 out of 10 to me, all of it, except for the cat with the monocle,
0: it better be funny and curse changes every other
1: cat that makes me pee my pants. But once I read the article about it, then I'll be able to reapply it to my guts and then it'll be okay because it's the new norm. Like that's not league specific. That's, this is the way curses are. So I'm peeing my pants now, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to play with it and then it'll be good. But, 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 yeah. To me, this is like a ten out of ten across the board. Without playing it, it's a ten out of ten. Content, league, everything. I'm freaking
0: excited. How about you? What are you most excited for? What am I most excited for? Yeah, I am most excited to be applying some tenacity on my line, my lawn this weekend, and then seeding <laughs> it. That's definitely that's definitely up there, right at the top. All right. If you're talking heist, the mechanic, the actual yeah. mechanic of heist to me is cool. I don't care about all the other stuff. I'll care about it when I get into the game, but like I, I've never cared about new uniques dropping just because you either have to find them or buy them anyway. So I'm not going to plan a build around them. I a hundred percent would not be planning a build around an alternate quality gem right now. Cause I have no clue how they drop, how you get them. Yep. And like I said before, I hate act one through 10. So it's really hard for me to get on board with being like, yes, I'm going to try and get this alternate quality gem. And then level another character. Mm -hmm. So I am really excited for the heist mechanic. I'm really, it to me is, like I said, it's a fun version of betrayal. It's not that I hated betrayal. I just don't fully get it. And I know I could watch some YouTube videos and there are some really great guides out there for walking you through how to deal with betrayal, but I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this mechanic actually looks enjoyable. Can I change my answer? It's not going to be global.
1: It's not going to be global. It's not going to be everything. Go ahead. Though I am co-op. Oh yeah. I've never played a league with you where both of our accounts mattered.
0: Yep. I agree.
1: Because you're league only and I'm apathetic to league only. It's obviously, it's like just an easy mutual understanding that you're doing the league and I'm just going to sit back and then whenever a map is ready, we're going. And I'm almost never in my hideout. Right. So I'm really excited for us to be able to work together like a real co-op game. And I mean, I don't know if we can stay in your world per se, or if we have to bounce back and forth, but I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to both of us play together, not just co-op, but play together where everything we do matters to both of us. It actually sounds like a real co-op game.
0: Yeah, I think that it's going to be co-op experiences because we'll still have to be doing our Atlas and our maps to get these things, right. You're not going to be in heist all the time. So I, I agree with you. I'm super pumped for it. Uh, it mm-hmm. would be, yeah, it, it would be nice to one day see a change to the Atlas as well so that we can actually play uh, all of Endgame game together, but it is yep. really cool to have an, a league that the entire mechanic is playable as uh, multiplayer. Thanks, good. So final answer, Bob co-op. Awesome. Well, I think that just about wraps up episode 44 forever exiled. I am Justin, AKA tags. And I'm Tyler
1: wrecker of days. The Canucks are still tied with 10 minutes to go in the game. It might go to overtime game seven.
0: I hope somebody wasn't waiting till like Monday.
1: <laughs> Listen, yeah, no kidding. It's not like they're avoiding a Path of Exile podcast so they don't get a Vegas or a Vancouver spoiler.
0: That's right. Anyway, thanks a lot for joining us for episode 44. You can find out more information down below. We've got a website, foreverxl.com. We have a Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a Discord that you can join anytime. It's awesome. A lot of cool people in there. Patreon link is down below if you're interested in supporting the podcast. And uh, yeah, we will catch you next episode. Peace. See ya.